0: Good, Good morning, morning Millennials. Millennials. Welcome back to the Toast and Happy Monday. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, Jax, or should I say, Miska.
1: Miska, if you're listening to these episodes in succession, I left you on a cliffhanger on Friday. What am I if doing If you're this not weekend? listening to these episodes in succession, what are you doing? Oh, of course, but maybe someone listened on Friday, waited two days in Monday, but maybe some people saved Friday's episode and they're going right into Monday, which is how I like to consume content. Sometimes I don't have to end on a cliffhanger. This weekend, I went to Disney World in Orlando, Florida with my family, Olivia, and her family. It was the trip of a lifetime. Now, to be clear, let's just clear up some rumors before they get started. Okay.
0: You went with your children. You were not Disney adulting around the park. I mean, I know, you know... You know the consequences of of what you do. You never know what's going to happen.
1: It did turn out that our eldest sister Olivia actually is a Disney adult. We didn't know. Became a Disney adult. She didn't know either. Kind of took over. The spirit of the Disney adult took over for Troutskin. But yes, we took our families. We weren't just like adults picking up and deciding to go to Disney. It was for the kids. They love a lot of the Disney characters, and we felt that they would really get a lot if we did it. And we went. Of course, of course. So I had said on the show a few weeks ago that like Disney was in our future this season, and we, we made it happen. And how do you feel now? You broken? got home last, last night. I got home last night. I feel broken physically, yeah. mentally, everything. I feel accomplished. Of course, of course. I feel happy. Oh, she feels happy. I feel full of memories and good times and food. Because the thing about Disney, it's like you're either starving or you're about to puke. Because the only food that you can get there is just so gluttonous. They don't sell salads. They actually do sell salads, but you can't customize no dressing.
0: Oh, not very accommodating Disney parks. No,
1: that was one of my thoughts or critiques about the park. Like there really isn't healthy food, and it's just like why you have literally everything there. It's not yeah. like a, there's no expense spared at the Diz. Yeah, at the Diz. Okay, so
0: I know you did the fireworks show. I know you did the Mickey parade. You were limited, of course, in what rides you could do because
1: you know with small kids. But highlights, low lights, best part, worst part. So the highlights for me were the things that the kids enjoyed most, and. I guess surprisingly, what the kids enjoyed most was like the shows, the parade, just like seeing the characters, Mickey and his friends, like come on stage at the castle at Magic Kingdom, uh, like. Once an hour, once every two hours, and they do this little like dancing show. And Harry, that was his the best thing that he saw. And like that wasn't even on our schedule. We just happened to be walking by Mm -hmm. and saw it. So for kids their age, like really the parade was amazing. Um, there was actually another parade that we saw. There was Mickey's Philhar Magic, which was a little like magic show movie type of thing. Really, really cute. So the things where they could like see the characters they love the best. The rides. A lot of waiting, a little payoff.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember going as a child and... I remember meeting the characters whom I of course had come to know and love on my television screen and actually being like freaked out and like not excited but scared. But they're like enormous compared to you and I just
1: remember being like scared of them. They weren't scared, but they were definitely you would never know that like Harry like is obsessed with Mickey. He was playing it super cool. Like, Oh yeah. hi Mickey, you wanna hug like, my mom? Like, like what I do have you? a <laughs> by the way, I have a memory of meeting the Lion King um, character.
0: I think uh, who was it? Maybe Rafiki, and like hysterically crying.
1: Yeah, it could be overwhelming. Then we stumbled. We were at Epcot the thir- on Sunday, and we were just like walking in this area, and they were like, "Are you here for Daisy?" And I was like, "No, we're just taking pictures." And then I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's Daisy Duck, like Donald." Oh, Def- Daffy's wait, Donald's Daisy. wife Daisy, and who's Daffy duck. duck? She's from Looney Tunes oh, she's not affiliated with this family. Okay, my um, bad, my bad. So we're like, oh shit, like Daisy. And we're at the front of the line. So we like, we're like, okay, yeah, we'll meet Daisy. The kids love the ducks. And then they come out. She's like running late. They're like, Daisy's running a little late. And we're like, okay. Hey, Daisy's a diva. <laughs> They're like, Daisy's having a fashion emergency. She won't be here for an hour and a half. Like, ah, where the fuck was Daisy? Wait, what's the tea? What's she was drunk. On? She was hungover. Daisy was drunk. Daisy was caught drinking on the job. And up until that point, I was going to say, like, the park runs so... Like a well-oiled machine. Smoothly. So amazing. It's incredible the amount of people that go through the park every single day or every single year. Like, for the volume, there's really not that much charge and not that much waiting. And, like, the lines for security, like, they move. Everything moves. It's not... I love that. It's not so painful. And everything was so on time. Even you do, like, the Genie app and the lightning lines and everything really moves. And that was the first hiccup we had because, like... I need to know what was going on with Daisy. Like, I just need to know. Now, let me ask you a question.
0: Now, a lot of adults who go to Disney, not Disney adults, adults who go to Disney with their children really marvel at the, uh, the drinks. Like apparently Disney's really known
1: for its cocktails but you were with your kids, and I know you don't really drink, but like, did anybody have a cocktail? The first night, Olivia, we're, I'm putting together like a little reel from the trip, so you'll and be you able guys, to see. And you guys, by the way, you guys are going to record a podcast, right? We are going to record a podcast because we have so many funny stories from the trip, so it'll just be fun <laughs> to like rehash it. And then also we'll take some questions if you want tips for going to Disney, because Olivia is officially a Disney expert. She could be a Disney tour guide. <laughs> she studied. She was giving us all these like fun facts about Disney, <laughs> about the history, like why Epcot is called Epcot. Why is it called it Epcot? It stands for like experiential places, countries, like it's, it stands for something. It was meant yeah. to be like something, uh, a futuristic vision of the world. Cute. And obviously when we're now living in the future and it doesn't really look like that, but Epcot was not what I expected. It was like kind of giving Zen garden. No, the best thing to come out of your trip to Disney is like this inside family joke that Olivia
0: is a Disney adult. No, and like we were- Olivia, by the way, it's worth mentioning because I don't want to disgrace her name. Like Olivia would absolutely never go to Disney like by choice without her kids. Up until this weekend.
1: No, 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 I'm saying in in the future. She never had. Oh. Like, no, I don't think she would go again like without her kids. Well, no, she would bring her kids because it's like, what are they doing? What would she be doing without? But like if something, if for some reason she had to go to Disney without her kids and like adult, I think she would love it. Oh, wow, that's a heinous accusation. Yeah, no, i'll I'll have her respond to these charges, but it was funny because she was doing all the like lightning lanes and the genie in the first ride that we did of our trip was this peter pan ride which they said is like the best for kids of all ages and the line was really long and we were like and this was the first thing we were doing and it kind of set like a bad precedent we're like this is supposed to be a lightning lane and throughout the weekend we were like yeah but peter pan line was long and she was like that's not how the genie app is supposed to work when it works right it will not be like that and shapiro was like did you work on the team that built the genie app like she was so defensive of genie
0: I just want to say, I have absolutely no FOMO from, like, you guys going to Disneyland. But I can imagine how much you guys were just, like, poking fun at one another and laughing so hard. And,
1: like, that gives me FOMO. It Laughing does. so hard. And we I came away with the conclusion that Olivia and my husband actually really thrived at Disney. Like, I they brought that. out the best in them. They took it all on gracefully, positively. Yeah. Conversely... Shapiro and I? No, I could see Disney bringing out lowest worst in Shapiro. We are not of the Disney elk. <laughs> Shapiro and I were not of the Disney elk. <laughs> Ugh, I would have loved to have watched like a reality show episode of You Guys at Disney. Like so funny. Well, that will be when Olivia and I podcast. We will share all the highs and lows. But it really, it's the most magical place on earth. But what's so funny is like you go from the highest of highs, like just watching your child like it's magical. It's yeah. really, truly magical. To then, like, the lowest of lows, like, brink of divorce. <laughs> no, that's While so relatable. While also, like, not letting your child see, see this low point that misery. you take. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and i just want to say like that belly laugh that is funny every family that's walking around there like every parent who's it's a universal experience yeah no and i just want like the parents who are there taking their children like you are amazing parents like you're amazing and and by the way if you don't take your kids to disney you're also amazing okay calm down um
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's just like you could go you're being so funny today
1: (laughs) you could go to disney and like just sit and watch people. Yeah. Like, I didn't have the time to watch people because I have to watch my own children, but, like, a solo traveler could just go and watch people. It would be, like, an anthropological experience to watch these couples breaking down in real time. (laughs) Totally. So I kind it of want to go now. <laughs> like No, you should go. And also what it was reminding me of a little bit, like with the outfits and everything, like these 3 dates. experience. Ares tour? No, it was like adult, a family version of Coachella. It's like, what are the outfits going to be? Okay, I'm going to wear my best outfit on Saturday, the full day. Well, I, I do want to say
0: you guys planned and inadvertently to go at an amazing time where you're experiencing a cold front in Florida. I'm like, I saw you guys wearing hoodies.
1: Yeah, no, the kids were wearing gloves bundled up in uh I guess, it's not, great for,
0: it's, I guess it's not great for the kids, but like for no, the it, adults, it was,
1: imagine if you had to do all of that in like shorts and 90 degree weather. No, no, no. But what's so weird is that the weekend we went was they say one of the least busy weekends of the year, but I don't know why people wouldn't want to go in the cold. Duh. So the mornings, it would be like less than 50 there. So the kids wore jackets, but then it warmed up over the course of the day. So the jackets come off and it was like beautiful, beautiful weather. But like Friday night, I was like, okay, I'll go in my like athleisure look, like, you know, not trying too hard. Then Saturday, balls to the walls. Like it's really the way I was planning outfits Coachella. It, it felt like Coachella. Okay, how we wear his best fit on Saturday when we're doing, like, you know, Mickey's headlining. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. Sunday, casual, heading home, you know, not
0: trying too hard. Chill, yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. I'm so glad you made it out
1: alive. I'm so glad everybody had a good time. I'm so glad that we did it. And now that we know what we're doing, a lot of mistakes were made by me and what my What would husband. you say is your biggest... And I don't want to spoil
0: the patreon because you guys are going to do a whole podcast episode but what would you say is your biggest mistake like if you could part some wisdom to the future parents going
1: the mistakes that i made i don't think other people like i we made some really dumb moves zach and i like just you're gonna share them I'll, we'll talk about them on the episode because Ooh. it's just like but not not even in planning like in driving like we were just being stupid a little bit honestly oh wow okay well if you we, can own it Yeah, no, we were being stupid because, like, we were blindly following Olivia, and, like, she's not a mind reader, and she couldn't predict how stupid we were going (laughs) to (laughs) be. Okay. Yeah. So, you'll get all the drama on the Patreon, but no, no regrets. Just even being there, like, walking down the street, it's magical.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And especially, you,
1: you see it through your kids' eyes. Yeah, and... I started a little list on my phone of like lessons of things that I would do differently next time aside from like the dumb human errors that I made. Like packing a lunch for the kids because the thing is like it's so hard to get food there and when you decide you want to eat like then it's still another like 30, 40 minutes until you get your food and like they can't wait that long. So it'd just be nice to like have had also like healthy balanced Mm -hmm. meals for them and just like in a little bento lunchbox like nothing crazy like a sandwich so Mm -hmm. that they could eat whenever they were hungry and we could carry on it wouldn't just be like oh my god the kids are falling apart and we can't (laughs) get food no and like the whole day stops yeah yeah Yeah, i get that so a lot of lessons and i think olivia and i will put our heads together on the patreon and like come up with another list and i have a note on my phone so that next time like i don't have to remember and it'll be just there maybe we'll become like disney annual well, pass holders
0: i was gonna say as florida residents what do you think with children what do you think is like an appropriate amount of times per year to go to disney i
1: don't know i'd have to ask the class like maybe t- for us because like m- for other people maybe more maybe for us like twice it-, it depends i'll talk to trout but florida residents do get discounted passes i heard i guess because our tax money like might in some way go towards disney because it's like a It has like, yeah, and it has special perks in the state of Florida. It's actually very cool that Disney itself, it feels like its own city, which by by the way, way, the
0: last time I went, which was one of the worst experiences of my life, I thought the same thing. Whoever
1: runs Disney like should be the mayor or the president because it runs smoothly. I didn't see any crime. The streets were clean. The clocks were on time. Like really, really a well-run city. But Olivia was telling us that it's one of the only non-government, non-space spaces where there's a no-fly zone overhead. You can't fly airplanes over Disney. Wait, that's, like, so crazy. A lot of interesting factoids about Disney. I'm going to have to listen to this podcast with you and Olivia. No, it's going to be hysterical, and we'll just, no, like, Jackie go through every moment. No, sending in our
0: family chat, like... <laughs> she said this like bedroom obviously it's like a. it literally looked like ai like if make me a bedroom for a kid who's obsessed with mickey mouse it's like the bed is mickey and it's like olivia's new bedroom it's so funny it's my favorite running joke in the family and we could not have had more different weekends
1: no we could not have what did you do turtle deathly
0: ill from the last podcast you guys heard friday morning i was like getting a little sick oh my god the whole weekend miserable i haven't left my house since thursday how do you feel now not great you look good I feel sound good. good. No, I am definitely sick, <clears throat> but I got tested. It's nothing like, you know, contagious. So I got to work.
1: Yeah. I got to work. Don't you miss the days where you're like, uh, uh, I'm sick and everyone's like, stay home. Don't yes, work. But it also made me think like, remember when you used to get
0: sick during the weekends, like as a kid and there was nothing worse on the planet? Like, my God, I couldn't have gotten sick during the
1: week. Now I have to miss my
0: whole weekend. That's how I felt.
1: Yeah. Now for us, it's like a holiday falling on a weekend.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: But, and I know we're going to talk,
0: because I'm sure the stories are about football. I watched every minute of football this weekend. And something I really did want to talk about is me and Ben have started The O.C. And we're pretty deep into it now. I'd say we're like 10 or 11 episodes into it. And I have an extremely hot take. It's not good. It's not hitting for me the way, like, Gossip Girl did. I feel like it's kind of a bad show with... You know, a lot of redeeming qualities, Sandy Ken- Sandy Kenyon. I mean, Sandy Cohen. What? How like- far along are you? Um, so Ryan's
1: living permanently with them he's been with them for like a while it's like I would say I'm in the middle of season one because I know the seasons are really long I would say it takes a while for it to become really addicting and really good like the dialogue gets better the characters get better but I have to say Ben is obsessed like as somebody who's
0: watching it the first time he literally when when, when I asked to turn on the football game he was like so mad he is obsessed and I know when we go back and watch old shows we're always like oh you know the main character is the worst I feel like a lot of people experience that with Serena and Gossip Girl I experienced that with Susan
1: Meyer and Dusty House. That with Marissa. Okay,
0: that's what Marissa they might of be course. worse
1: than Serena
0: for sure. Why does nobody talk about the wotiest vote woad of all Ryan? Oh my god, <laughs> I fucking hate Ryan. You would hate Ryan. Oh my god, and everything he does gives me the ick. Like, <laughs> ugh. oh my god, I think he's disgusting. Like, I, <laughs> Jackie, I hate this man. Hey, Marissa. Parfait, perfection for each other the most annoying people no it's like his whole life he he gets a chance at a new life it's time the summer's over they're sending him to school he obviously just can't go to this school he has to take it's a it's a very prestigious school takes a placement placement school placement exam while he's taking the placement exam summer and seth are like ryan we need you we need to break marissa out of the hospital She's upset her parents are getting divorced and they want to send her to a facility. Like, we have to break her out. Oh, yeah, let me throw my whole future away for this girl. I haven't
1: even kissed yet. I can't. So dumb. So, so dumb. No, they're a perfect couple because she's like a moron. like, yeah. And he has a savior complex. So he yeah, can yeah. keep saving this moron who keeps getting into dumb situations. Okay, in the episode we watched last night, I got the biggest ick from Ryan when... <laughs>
0: <laughs> he tried out for the soccer team <laughs> and he put on this like soccer outfit he was like there's something wrong with it. <laughs> he was just wearing like really really long shorts like below his knee and like this gray t-shirt and he was running just like such a freak and I was like ugh like I just I hate hate and honestly love Luke so hot love Luke yeah like he cheated on her or whatever and I know he gets worse but like love Yeah, no, but he he gets better.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he, like, he becomes one of the guys.
0: And it's really killing me just, like, not to scream things out at Ben, because, like, I know the big things of what happens in the show, but I don't know, like, the little plot twists of how we get there. Yeah.
1: But, like, I just want to say, like, (laughs) I'm just dying to tell Ben. (laughs) Are you loving, though, Sandy again, Summer again, Seth again? Okay, I'm so glad you brought that up. Best
0: characters in the show are the Jewish ones, sorry. And that's because the creator of the show, who also created Gossip Girl, is Jewish, Josh Schwartz. That's why there was so much Judaism in Gossip Girl like nobody even noticed. Sandy and Adam, Adam, what's his, Seth, are the best characters, hands down. And it's because they're Jewish, I'm telling you. Now, Summer is a fucking bitch. And I know she gets better when she finally falls in love with Seth and they become a couple, yada yada. But she's so awful, like really awful, awful i don't know how i'm gonna like her she's evil you will it's she,
1: crazy how you can t- like, she's the
0: chuck bass she is the chuck bass
1: it's crazy how a show can like make you like someone like someone who you wish would get killed off eventually Or like oh they're okay like adam carrington on dynasty right who did you ask me seth summer sandy yeah that was it okay um, oh and Kirsten? julie cooper Julie Spoiler cooper julie
0: By the way, Julie Cooper is in... Her name is a spoiler alert. But right now, she's just Julie Cooper. She's, you know, thinking about getting divorced from Jimmy Cooper. She's actually
1: Um, so mean. Evil. (laughs) She's Summer Roberts grown up, by the way. so funny. She is Summer
0: Roberts grown up. And just, Ryan was pissing me off. Like, she doesn't want to live with, like, screaming. Like, you just got here. You're screaming at the neighbor that her daughter doesn't want to live with you anymore. Like, know your place, bitch. Take a fucking seat. Like... He's insane. And by the way, at that point, he hadn't even kissed Marissa. Like, they just liked each other. I can't. He's the worst. He's so icky. And honestly, he's, like, short, and I don't like him. Hey. Not surprising, but funny. No, but every time people rewatch OC, they're like, wait, Marissa was the worst. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to talk about Ryan. Yeah.
1: And I think he's meant to be the moral compass of the show.
0: Yes. But he's literally the dumbest bitch alive making the worst decisions. Yeah. No, I think Sandy Cohen is the moral compass. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For sure. So that's the journey we we went on this weekend while I was sick. Very fun. Jolly good time. Jolly good time. Jolly good show. Yeah, jolly good show. We do have a great show, as you say. There was a lot of football, so that's our first story. I didn't get to watch the football, but I did watch Liz Woods' story, so I do feel like I was there. But I'm gonna tell you everything. I watched every minute of the game. Yeah, but every I know, minute. like, I know who won the game. Like, I've got the overall picture. Plus, Zach was watching in the living room. So every time I came out to you know wash a bottle or something, I I checked the score. Yeah, and we listened so to I- it in the car on the drives. Um, oh wow, yeah. It was the least I could do. He was driving nicely. Okay. And I didn't have, you know, I didn't need, I didn't want for much. Bruno was chilling. Bruno came to Disney too. But he didn't come to the park. No. But we did see that they had like a place called like Best Friends Pet Care where you can drop your pets off. Because I mean, they literally think of everything. Wait, that's so smart. So smart. Instead, he stayed at the hotel because our hotel was dog friendly. We stayed at the JW Marriott Bonnet Creek and Bruno was in heaven. Wait, I love that. Yeah, no, and so he got to see the Diz. He got to go to Orlando. Bruno's extremely well-traveled and cultured. Yeah, he went to Orlando. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's extremely cultured. And it wouldn't have been a fun family weekend without Streisand. No, I'm so glad he got to experience even the littlest bit of that Disney magic. Yeah, because even when you drive, like, it's Mickey on the highway sign like mickey yeah, said yeah. oh my like, god the kids were probably freaking yeah except harry's car seat is turned backwards so he oh yeah he missed all of that what about in the mirror maybe he saw it in the mirror maybe he saw it in the mirror but he had its sun shield up i don't know what he it. saw but if he were in the yeah. tesla it's all sunroof R- um, and he gets to see a lot but that's daddy's kia for you no you needed what? the big family car yeah what do you mean like a what's a big family car the kia like you wouldn't oh. have taken the Tesla to Disney. No, 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 no. Oh my god, you sound like Zach. You needed like
0: the loser. You sound like Zach car. being
1: like, How could we take the Tesla? Like he just wants to like put my car down because it's so superior to his. No,
0: by the way, you should be grateful. Like, what do you want to shit up your car at Disney? Let let the Kia get shitted
1: up. I mean, it wasn't like shit it up, but
0: No, but it's like hours in the car with two kids, all the stuff, snacks, of course. Like, don't do it in the nicer yeah, one. I know. That's
1: why we need a minivan. That's why... If you, need, if you got a minivan, maybe the Shapiros and the Wine Ribs could all go together. Well, the Shapiros have a Wagoneer and still we couldn't all go together. Did you want to go in one car? Not to the drive up, because why not have all the space? But we should have maybe gone all in one car to the park. Oh, uh, yeah. That was yeah. a lesson. A lesson. So anyways, good times had by all. Let's get into the stories without further ado do do about Misker Muska Mickey Mouse... Oh my, that was like our funniest intro yet. I was cackling. The Disney will do that to you. It'll bring out the best of you. It's the joy. And the worst. So that might be For later sure. in the episode. <laughs> Here are the Fast Five stories that you
0: need to know. And the Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Hinge, the dating app that's designed to be deleted. Why? Well, Hinge gives you a sense of someone's personality and it lets you share your own. You get to know potential dates through their unique answers to prompts. Plus, you get a sense of someone's dating intentions and what they're looking for. And what I like most about Hinge from what I you know hear from the single gals is like everyone who's on there, their intentions are to date. Now, you would think that's so obvious. Why would anybody go on any dating app, you know, without the intention of dating. Well, it happens quite a bit actually, more than you would think. And everybody on Hinge is like serious about dating, meeting someone, getting into a relationship. It's not like a waste of your time if you're looking for a serious relationship, which I really appreciate.
1: Yeah, no, it's for serious people who want something serious and you don't want to be wasting your time. Time is precious. It's a lot to put yourself out there to put yourself out it on app. like
0: app. It is, get dressed for a date yeah, just you, to be
1: a waste of time. Yeah, you want to be certain that you're putting your efforts in the right direction.
0: Yeah. And like, what's worse than really like getting all dressed up, spending all this time going out with someone who's like not looking for something serious.
1: So get off the app. Okay. Right. But those people aren't on Hinge, which is why no, exactly appreciate Hinge. Cause everybody on Hinge knows like we're here to meet someone. I met my husband in part, thanks to Hinge. And we just went to Disney World. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just, by the way, I do think that that's what makes Hinge superior is like the crop of people who are on it. They all are just like actual people looking for actual relationships.
1: Yeah, because like that's how Hinge positions itself, which is important. Right.
0: So download Hinge and find someone worth deleting the app for, the Hinge app is able to download, you know, go do it. Your future starts now. Today's episode is also brought to you by Dermalogica. So Dermalogica's Daily Microfoliant, which is an exfoliant from their skincare line, is a favorite amongst the Dermalogica fans. It's activated with water and it's a gentle rice-based powder exfoliant that polishes and removes dur- uh, dulling debris for smoother, brighter skin. I'm such a big fan of exfoliating my skin and I've used exfoliators that like are pretty harsh and they leave my skin really red and I don't even have sensitive skin and I found the Daily Microfoliant on TikTok. It went kind of viral because it's like very ASMR you don't just like squeeze it out and rub it on your face it's kind of looks like sand almost and then you put water on it and you rub your hands together and it like what's the word I'm looking for um effervesces if you will and it's like really fun and cool to use but what's so great about it it's an amazing exfoliant that you can use every day most exfoliants since they're so harsh and have like crazy chemicals in them you can only use them like two times a week. But if you spray tan a lot, like I'm wearing a spray tan right now, you need to exfoliate like every day. Exfoliating is a huge part of your life. And I love the Daily Microfoliant for face <clears throat> exfoliating. It will bright. Well, for me, I really use it to remove dead skin, remove spray tan. But a lot of people use exfoliants for different reason. Um, It can reduce blackhead in, Blackheads improve skin smoothness, visibly brighten skin, and minimize the look of dark spots. So Dermalogica, which is a brand we all know and love. I also use their vitamin C serum, is a professional-grade skincare brand whose products are designed to treat your unique skin concerns. So visit Dermalogica.com for more information and a free gift with an over $20 purchase at checkout. That's Dermalogica, D-E-R-M-A-L-O-G-I-C-A.com. They're just a skincare brand. Like, whenever they have a product, I'm like, oh, I need a new cleanser. Let me go to Dermalogica. I just trust them. They're made really well. A lot of toasters work there. We stand.
1: Great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Our first story: football. Semifinals, I think, were this weekend. It was the game before the game before the game. Yeah, it's the game before the division championships. Right. So, semifinals, then next week would be the finals. No. The finals of the conferences. No, no. I think we would consider this week like the quarterfinals. Okay. Quarterfinals, next week's. Upcoming games, semi. semi- and then the Super Bowl. So this was important in terms of who would win. The Packers played the Niners, Niners. And and let me say,
0: let me say, they gave them a good run for their money. They did. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm obsessed. Have you seen the clip going viral <laughs> from this game? Um, this, like enormous defensive player like by the way the games were so tense like everybody was fighting like physically fighting in every game and the Packers versus Niners one like had a lot of fighting and like people were like throwing words around and one of the Packers players like tried to get involved but this enormous defensive lineman just like kind of put his hand out and the player fell to the ground like just he put no effort Jackie do you know who the player was the player who fell to the ground yeah Christian McCaffrey no no it was a Packers player who fell to the ground Yep. Who do we know except for Aaron Rodgers? The fact that you don't even know makes the story even greater. Simone Biles' husband. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan, I was like, he literally, he went viral because the guy didn't even touch him. And he literally fell completely to the ground. Stop. So the Niners won, which was so fabulous. There was so much to take away from that game. And, you know, the, the Packers, it was a close call. Like, not really. But, you know, the whole time it wasn't like, obviously, the Niners are winning. Like, it was a good game. They tried their best. That quarterback, Jordan Love, he's
1: got he's got. His I saw I like an him. interview with him. He's like, he was waiting. The theme of his career is patience because he didn't start as a quarterback until his sophomore year. In college, then he waited on you know, the bench. One year, but yeah. He waited on the bench as Aaron Rodgers was quarterback yes. for three years out of a four year contract that he has, Jordan Love. No, and like, I think
0: people from the Packers, like, Aaron Rodgers was their guy. You don't get back to back guys. Yeah. You, know, you get a few good years with you a guy. You know what they call but- that instead of the guy? Yeah. I
1: think they call that a franchise quarterback. Yes, yes, yes. Which means like a guy.
0: <laughs> their guy. And so, I don't think anybody expected much from
1: him. And he's really fabulous. Like, really, really fabulous. Yeah, and I think, like, the team is very young and fresh now. And they're just, like, killing it. No, I love that for them.
0: I wish them the most. But, like, not up against my Niner game family, you know? No, 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 no. Your your watch has ended. I want to say, like, Jordan Love versus Brock Purdy. Like, Jordan Love was amazing. Brock Turdy was so bad. Like, he almost lost the game for for the team. Yeah, Zach was
1: saying that Brock Purdy's not good. He's not. And the thing is. is but he's a not people- a franchise quarterback. He's not meant to be one. I just saw a meme this morning. And it's not a meme. It's just a, an image with text on it. That Lamar Jackson, the quarterback for the Ravens, will make $80 mm-hmm. million dollars this year. And Brock Turdellew is going to make 870000 Like, he's not a no. franchise quarterback. No, he's not.
0: And the thing is, the 49ers team is like so perfect in every way. Like, George Kittle, Kyle Yuschek, Christian McCaffrey, like, they've got the guys, Debo Samuels. Like, they've, like the, everyone else is doing like level 10, Almost. 10 out of 10, A. plus And they've made it this far despite the fact that, like, really, they don't, they don't have, have a quarterback. quarterback. And I know like what happened with Brock last year was like Jimmy Garoppolo got injured and this like fourth string quarterback came up and he wasn't so bad. And it was like this cool like Jeremy Lin moment almost. It was like, oh, cute, fun. But like why when the season was over did they not get a real quarterback? Like why did Aaron Rodgers go to the 49ers? Like why did they get someone? Because that's what I was saying. If they had Jordan Love or just like someone who's not like the biggest name but who's like decent, they would just be winning, period. Like it it wouldn't even be a question. And it must. I wonder if everyone on the team is frustrated. Like why don't we have a real quarterback? uh it's a good question so if they don't win the super bowl or make it to the super bowl it'll be because of that it won't be because of anyone else okay that's a good sports analysis so it was really fun to watch I was really happy for them but I do worry because you know they're playing the Lions The Lions won yesterday they beat the Buccaneers you know Baker I I, I literally know everything now Baker Mayfield um he tried and they he were really the really wild tried. card it, they shouldn't have even gotten this far no, and they should have gotten smoked. And it was really a nail-biter to, like, the last couple of minutes. We had we a love game. When, we, we love when people, like, give us, you know, something to talk about. And I wish them well. They did a really great job. And I wanted them to win because the winner of that game plays the Niners. And, of course, I wanted the worst team to win. But I saw that won. in your
1: story. But wouldn't you say the team that wins is the better team? I know, like, someone could win on a fluke and there's, you know, the refs and this and that. Things happen. Things happen. But technically, like, the team that won would be the better team regardless of who wins. No,
0: I don't agree with that. Because so many rules in football, like, make no fucking sense. Like, one I learned last night, a touchback. Do you know that, like, if you, like, run the ball into the end zone but you fumble, not only does a touchdown not count, you turn over the ball to the other team. But
1: there's a fumble.
0: Yeah, but, like, the other, yeah, but not, not a turnover. Just a fumble. You just drop the ball, so the, the thing doesn't. You count. drop the ball when,
1: while you're in the end zone. Y- you have to hold it for how many seconds until a fumble? I don't know, but you fumble it. That kind of makes sense. Why? But if you fumble
0: it on a regular catch, you don't turn it over. You oh, just turning lose it. it
1: over is a little messed up. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, thank you. That's it's a, a little extreme. So. Yeah. No, and they just like make rules up in this game every time. It's like I don't know. I just just because you win doesn't mean you're the better team. I stand by that.
1: Okay. Uh, that's definitely up for debate. I don't disagree, but I think you know it could be a great debate for someone so, else. So, so then Detroit and and the Buccaneers and Buccaneers. I, the, the debt has been on my mind a lot lately because the debt toasters are not like letting this go. And no, they're not. And they're making a really good case for the debt. And every game that the debt wins, it's like, we haven't won this game in 60 years. and then the next yeah. one 70 years. So I do like the history of it all. I think their shade of blue is a gorgeous shade of blue. I'm so glad you brought that up. It's like pastel. It's a really beautiful shade of blue that I wouldn't I mind seeing on the Super Bowl field. I wouldn't. I agree. Especially if it's they played literally. the purple. Ooh. But now you know we're Bowl- pleading. The Super
0: Bowl logo th- conspiracy theory oh, yeah, we talked is about very it. much... We talk- and it's very much intact because the Ravens and the Niners are both in. And it's making it, you know, seem kind of like
1: a possibility. The thing is, though, the debt blue color is not a primary color. So it would never be in the Super Bowl logo because that would be weird. Wait, th- but purple's not a primary color. No, but the, the shade of purple, it's not like they're the lavenders. Oh, I know what you mean. But also, Ben
0: It's I not a ben- hard like, blue. I said, do you really feel like the... NFL is scripted he's like like maybe but they wouldn't be dumb enough to like tell you with the logo it's so true it could like, be an easter egg yeah like they might have interest like it's definitely in their best interest to get the Chiefs to the Super Bowl so many people tuning in for in their Taylor best interest. it's in their best
1: interest except so, yeah, Taylor maybe really they, can't go we checked her tour yeah. schedule oh that's true actually but maybe she can
0: make it work she has a plane yeah, but, like, it's in their best interest to, you know, give a good call to the refs over here, like, for sure. They're not going to broadcast it in the logo. Like, they're not leaving us Easter eggs. They don't want us to
1: figure it out. The red in the logo could be the Chiefs, too.
0: Uh, but there's no purple yes. for them
1: to play against. Right, exactly. So yesterday I was
0: thinking, actually, the Buccaneers could win and then play the Niners, and then maybe the Buccaneers win, and the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, and they're the red, but no, they lost. They were not the red.
1: No, but I I I don't think anybody feels bad for the Buccaneers. One, they were the wild card, Mazel Tov for even getting to this place, and two, they just won a Super Bowl recently. Like, it's not your time. But can I tell you who I actually do feel bad for? Who did the debt play? No, not them. Them. Uh, The Bills. The Bills. The Bills are Bills strong.
0: Let me tell you why I feel bad for the Bills. Because I was rooting for them. I'm not going to lie. I do love an underdog. It's a New York team. I'm sorry, I'm from New York, and you know that Josh Allen, he's got charisma and he's got old tweets. Two things he and I both have in common, and I just I don't And know, a like, love kind for of, Haley
1: Seinfeld.
0: Yes, I kind of just like love him, even though like in the DMs, everybody was making me hate him. Like apparently he cheated on his old girlfriend, got a girl pregnant, like, paid had her had off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just sticking to like my. Ignorance is bliss. Of Ignorance is bliss. And he's a franchise quarterback. Like he is a. Ama- he scored so many touchdowns. Like. He himself, like, he ran with the ball. Like, I am I kind of, like, as I was watching the game, was falling more and more in love with Josh Allen. And the team, and they you know, it's like every year they get so, so close, but they never really just, like, get there. And I don't know, I was kind of feeling like maybe it's their year. Especially when I, you know put them next to the Chiefs, who I'm like, no offense. Like, I'm just like a little bit over. I feel like all we talk about is the Chiefs, and it's Chiefs this and Chiefs that. And they won last year, and it's like always their time. And I know they're amazing, but like, I'm just like, ugh. Like,
1: can somebody else get a little bit of attention? Yeah, like the Chiefs are whatever the opposite of the underdog is. They are that. You know, the obvious choice. Always winning, stays winning. It's annoying. Goliath. Versus David.
0: Goliath. Yes, and a lot of people were saying, like, that's very much what it was like for, like, 10 years with Tom Brady and the Patriots. Right,
1: right. And it's annoying. It's annoying. Like, can somebody else have a little fun? Yeah, I wouldn't have minded the Bills winning either, but considering the Chiefs won, we got, you know, what is also a big story from the weekend, which was the tailored celebrations of it all.
0: Yeah, so Taylor was at the game in a suite, which, of course, we knew she was going to be, but why was this game different from all other games? Well, it was the first playoff game where... Travis's brother Jason was able to attend and not only did he attend but he got wasted he went to a tailgate before and he brought his wife and we were talking last week how we feel like Kylie Kelsey and Taylor Swift like are not friends now they were in the suite together and there were a couple of photos of them talking I don't think it really proves that they're like friends no
1: they behaved but though but I think like Taylor can charm anyone
0: I know it's like you think you're not going to like her and then you meet her and she's just amazing yeah so
1: I feel like they hit it off they might have not even ever met up until this point but I, I feel like they click just because I think it's Taylor's mission to click she's not going to have a sister-in-law that she doesn't get along with like she's going to make everyone like her
0: yeah no and I think her and Jason got along really well and I feel like they haven't spent a lot of time together but when you think about her, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like um in a really like wrong way how like when before Harry Prince Harry got married, it was like Harry, William, and Kate. They were like a throuple, mm-hmm. really. And that's really what Jason, Travis, and Kylie Kelsey have been. Like he's been, he fucking loves his sister-in-law. And now it's Jason's time to like give that same energy to Travis's new girlfriend. Yeah. And I feel like he went in and just like did the most 10 out of 10. And I do feel, I always find it interesting like which friends Taylor decides to bring to what game. And she brought Cara Delavine, which like I kind of thought was weird until I realized like Cara
1: Delavine is
0: Jason Kelsey. She, like, they're
1: the same. Okay, she is. I agree. I thought it was weird one, because also she's not American, so I don't think American. she cares about football. Because at first I was like, you should bring your Eagles fr- friend, fan, maybe a right. friend f- from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, but Cara Delavine also is sober now. So we reported that. Well, because <laughs> she was not in a good place. I She had right. been rehabilitated. I don't know, you know, some people might come off of one thing but still drink so I don't know what me neither. but it's not the type of environment for actually no, it's not even about the mind. type of environment but I think like former Cara Delevingne is more akin to Jason Kelsey than who knows but even in still in all the pictures she's it's like true. being silly goofy no she looked like her old self and like she doesn't have Cara. to be drinking to to be her fun true. loving
0: self True, true, true. But I don't know. That's a good question. I just always find it interesting, like who gets the invite to which games. Maybe it's just based on availability. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. But no, it looked to be like that was the best suite in the house. I mean, it usually is. But they were t- generally having a jolly good time. Brittany was there. Brittany was there. Jackson was there. Oh, I didn't see him. I did. They're trying to hide. You don't him, miss I him.
0: I never. No, they home. have a suite
1: full of people to like keep. Yep. Keep Jackson
0: down. Yeah, it, like it probably sucks for Britney because I'm sure like Taylor would get her own suite, you know, but like, you know, include Britney. But with Britney comes all this baggage. Really? Why does that suck for Britney? Because it's like, oh, hey, Taylor, you want to go to the game together? Can I bring my sex offender brother in law? Like, it's okay, but she
1: could split from him sometimes. He could go with no, friends. No, no, no. Like, he, she can't. <laughs> that's her, that's like, that's Patrick's
0: brother. No, like, I know,
1: but like, she's okay him, if you like, were a football player they are a package deal. If you were a football player ben and i would go to a lot of games together but if sometime like ben wanted to go get a suite with the boys like i could fend for myself okay in this scenario are you a sex offender <laughs> like,
0: well no no and by the way no it's like they take a plane there together they're not going to charter two different planes and like these tickets are like so hard to get Like, get one big suite like for everyone no jackson you have to go get another suite where the hell is jackson gonna sit like, and, like, that's her brother. Like, you know, like it or not,
1: they're blood. Yeah. No, but, like, Ben could get a suite with his friends and, like, just throw me a couple tickets. For sure. But, like, you, this analogy is just not
0: congruous because you are not a sex no, offender. No, but
1: because I'm not a sex offender, like, I deserve, like, it's less of, say I was, then for sure he's going to throw me out of the suite and throw me a couple tickets. But considering we're all good, it still wouldn't be weird that if we don't go to every game together.
0: I don't know. Like, this is a big game. It's not just like a regular season game. That's true.
1: I just think it's interesting. So, that's the news. It was so fun. Also, Travis did the heart. Everyone's losing their minds. uh, So, he blew a kiss
0: and then did the heart. After he scored a touchdown. And he scored three. Honestly, it was
1: one of the cutest things i've ever seen in my life like sorry like i loved it it was really cute and it reminded me of course every touchdown he's looking at taylor like that's my girl but it to me that was like his equivalent of her changing the lyric to yes. karma's a guy on the chiefs it's like i'm doing this for you in the stands i see you i have eyes only for you by the way love that analogy Thank you and so true yeah you gotta
0: make a girl feel special No, it was so cute. We got so much footage. Jason Kelsey also like took his shirt off. He was obviously like really drunk, so excited. Okay, also like I I know I'm crazy, but there was like this video going around of Jason Kelsey like jumping out of the suite, banging on his chest, whatever. And I swear to God, I saw two spritz cans. Like I know, I know I sound crazy. It looks like there's two passion fruit spritz cans. Where?
1: Oh, I see Uh, them.
0: Watch Right? Now, it's worth noting, we don't sell spritz at that particular stadium, so there's no way they could have bought it there. But when you have a suite and when you're Taylor Swift, like, you bring whatever beverages you like inside the suite. So I'm just saying it's an option.
1: It is. I do see something that doesn't look like part of the spritz can, but... And
0: Macy, Macy, who runs the spritz Instagram account, was also posting on the spritz Instagram stories like, does anybody else think that looks like passion fruit? Like, I wasn't the only one. Yeah,
1: it does. I see them. I did, like, look at
0: other angles and stuff and, like, it's not, but let's pretend it is. I just
1: feel like Jason Kelsey publicly, like, drinks beer, pounds on his chest, but in the privacy of his oh, own sorry. home, it cracks open a spritz passion fruit. For sure. I didn't think necessarily that Jason was drinking No, them, I think it's Jason. there it was a lot of people. It's, okay. That, I could see that for Jason. Classic I could Jace. See I could see it for Taylor. Of course. That's so on the nose. So on the nose. Um... I
0: just had the best time, like, watching so much football. I'm kind of obsessed. And next week, and you know what? I had to cancel all my plans because I was sick on Saturday night, the night of the Niners game, 8.15, so annoying. I was actually supposed to be out at a dinner. So, you know, all's well that ends well. And next week, both the games are on Sunday, and I'm going to the rodeo this weekend. And I actually moved my flight home earlier
1: so I could be home. But you could watch on the plane. Who the hell wants to watch on a plane? I feel Like, like, what else do you do? I always just watch the airplane on my flight. Of course, me too, because I'm sophisticated like that. But I, no, like, I want to so enjoy. The so close and like,
0: oh. No, but I want to enjoy. Like I moved my flight home earlier, but I'm excited to go to the rodeo.
1: Yeehaw, turdy Lou! This actually is my first rodeo. Zach thought it was really funny that we call him Brock purdy Lou.
0: I call him Brock Turdy when he plays bad and Brock Tur- Purdy when he plays good.
1: But that's an insult to yourself, that Turdy would be the negative no right in this particular scenario
0: turd turd as judy but when it's me turd it means you
1: know beautiful princess in a foreign language makes sense to me I told Zach he should listen to the toast like we're hysterical and we say funny things like this all the time
0: oh I'm so glad you brought that up what's
1: funny is that he doesn't listen to the toast but he listened to my episode of probably a podcast and he's been like referencing it all weekend I was just gonna say something about probably a podcast what were you gonna say
0: Shannon always says, like, this is a finance podcast because she gives, like, the worst finance advice. She'll, like, buy herself a new Prada bag but then get an at-home manicure. Yeah, yeah. No, or, like, she'll buy herself a new Prada bag but, like, sell an old one. Therefore, it's free. This is a finance podcast. And she's always saying that when she does, like, when she saves $1. She's like, oh, got a free (laughs) Dunkin' today. This is a finance podcast. And so this is a sports podcast. Well, this is a sports
1: podcast. Well, the thing is, this has always been... Pop culture entertainment news podcast. If we're being real. I'm like, this is what's going on in pop culture and entertainment. Sorry. So yeah, we studied up.
0: So yeah, we fell in love with the sport. Okay. Sue us. Ben wanted to kill me. He's like, the game is over. Like, let's go back to watching the OC. And I'm like, literally a man. I'm like, it's not over. There's two more minutes. You're like
1: one of those debt fans who wouldn't leave the stadium. (laughs) Yeah. They were all just like sitting there being happy. Also, their quarterback is cute. Jared, a cute. I mean, we say that have about every quarterback. Have we ever, like, discovered a team and not made mention of, like, their quarterback? Are we against any quarterbacks? No. Let me think. Hold on. There's definitely someone I hate.
0: No. But see, here's the other thing that gets me confused about football. Because, like, you know, what's his name? The really hot guy from Cincinnati. Joe Burrow. And then there's that guy, Trevor Lawrence, from Digi- their franchise quarterbacks. But like, where are they? They get paid, like, hundreds of millions of dollars, and we're not even talking about them right
1: now. Yeah, they didn't even make it. And, like, Brock Purdy, even though he's not the greatest with his 870 k like, I'm sorry, he deserves a raise. No, I know, but, like, that's what I don't understand. And it might incentivize can be him to worth, play better.
0: How you can be worth hundreds of millions? Like, Joe
1: Burrow has the biggest contract. And he's not even, we're not even talking about him right now. Like, how the fuck does that make any sense? No, it doesn't make sense that, like, okay these are the best quarterbacks in the league and you didn't make the playoffs, sport, the then way. you're not the best sport. quarterback in the league. Sorry. And Brock. No, it's pretty, a team sport. Your quarterback can be only so good. But if you don't, if you spent all your money on your quarterback and you don't have the other players. Yeah. But even if you're, I mean, look at Tom Brady. He's a, a great example of the fact that a quarterback could take you all the way. No. So over actually. and over and over again. And he even yeah, like went yeah, to yeah. Tampa Bay just to prove that point. Sort of. Okay. That's what respect, it feels like. Respect. Yeah. Respect. No, you're right. Uh, so I, but I agree with you. Like,
0: like, hashtag, where in the world is Joe Burrow? Remember all the hoopla for Trevor Lawrence? Like, no, I don't. You don't remember the guy with the long hair? Oh, my God. Everyone was obsessed with him. He, like, married his high school sweetheart. It was actually, like, super cute. And he was, like, number one pick. And he just, like, has this long hair. And, like, big, big contract. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah. And then, like, we're talking about two people I never heard of. Jared Goff and Love, Jordan Love. Like, I never heard of him. Right
1: makes you think and zach was telling me that brock burteloo is the only quarterback in the playoffs right now who was not drafted in the first round he was the last pick no like it's a it's an amazing story like i know he's not good enough but like he is doing really good and he deserves props and i think he deserves a raise he definitely deserves a raise uh somebody i read somewhere
0: yeah christian mccaffrey had to buy tickets for his family right I mean, he still makes almost a million dollars a year. Like, that's certainly not living below the poverty line. But those tickets are really pricey. And Christian McCaffrey, obviously, I think he's getting paid like $50 million a year, was able to, you know, get some tickets, pay for them for, for both. It's just family. like
1: not right that, like, everyone on the, and it might make him feel some sort of way. And so he drops the ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like, he's looking
1: around, like, he probably but, doesn't even see the players. Way, he just sees, like, their salary. And he's like, poor Purdy but, Lou. Jackie, Brock Purdy is, like, an ima- a man of immense faith. Yeah, no.
0: Like, super, super Christian. Like, I feel like he's so religious to the point where, like, even if he had money, he would get put it all on the church plate. Like, I don't think money does anything for him. For actually.
1: sure. And Like, I think his interior life, like, is not guided by money whatsoever. But, like, then he would have more to give to the church plate, and I think that would fulfill him more. Oh, that's true. Maybe he looks around and he says, My church is suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Your church is Are gluttonous
0: (laughs) people. And look at me. That's what he that's the that's where the resentment comes from. (laughs) That her church is suffering. Purdy's church is suffering. Purdy's church is suffering. My god, we are so funny. Like, it's insane. Somebody needs to put us on ESPN. Like, this is the the most funny conversation that's ever been had in the history of sports. (laughs) Purdy's church is suffering. (laughs) <laughs> someone needs to put us
1: on ESPN like yesterday okay yeah new dream you know what job I think
0: we should oh by the way you know what I think we should do and I shouldn't say it out loud because we're not going to do it but we should live
1: well, broadcast the Super Bowl
0: yeah like on our YouTube channel that shit would be fun. 100% and you'll be here yeah but then we miss the Super Bowl <laughs> like we could
1: do we could do something okay. Patreon exclusive of course of course patreon.com Only. slash toast and that's of just course. our first story guys Are you ready for our... By
0: the way, Jackie, title, Purdy's Church is (laughs) (laughs) Suffering.
1: Oh, man. I'm sweating. Are you ready for our next story?
0: Definitely. The other
1: bit of content that was on this weekend, SNL, which I didn't watch one minute of. But two headlines caught my eye. One... Uh, Miss Olivia Jade was there. Miss Olivia Jade, this girl is breathtaking this picture of her i know this outfit she's perfection but anyway she showed up to support her mans who was still her mans who hosted snl so all that talk last week just flush it down the toilet and rachel mcadams made a surprise appearance to introduce renee rap it was regina on regina crime okay back to story number one olivia
0: jade um told you so just wanted to say that like we obviously knew these two were not broken up and just feels good to be right I agree with you she's so elegant. I fucking love this bitch like this is like I just only wish good things for her and dating Jacob Elordi is obviously like a very good thing it
1: is a very good thing this picture of her leaving Saks Fifth Avenue in her fur coat coat. everything is perfection and it's it's not a stage like it's not a picture she took herself and posted to Instagram like this is a candid moment of a perfect person no I completely agree I die for her
0: And now let's talk about Rachel McAdams, who has been like noticeably absent from all things Mean Girls in the last, you know, year between the Walmart commercial, like all these different things. Um, Convenient timing, Rachel McAdams, but I'm happy you're finally getting in on the fun, you know? Yeah,
1: but she did an interview and she explained why she wasn't in the Walmart commercial and she said she had no idea everyone was doing it. So I feel like that I could see how that could happen where it's like, oh, I got offered to do like a play an old part in a Walmart commercial, like, no thanks. And then you, like, wake up, and it's like, oh, everyone said yes, and I'm the only one who didn't do it. But that also yeah. shows that she doesn't communicate with her former cast members, which is hurtful to the Mean Girls fandom. I also imagine that they sent her an offer. Maybe she didn't know, so
0: she said no. And then, like, when everybody got on board, I'm sure they, like, tried one more time to get her on. Being like, hey, everyone's here. Are you sure? She said she I'm didn't know. I, I know it seems like I'm trying to
1: see the worst in Rachel McAdams. I'm really not. I just feel like... She's not a nefarious person. I would agree with that. She doesn't give nefarious energy. Yeah. I feel like she's very genuine. So when she says something, I'm going to believe her.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. You're just like kind of taking Rachel McAdams at her word. (laughs) I
1: am. But I give people the benefit of the doubt. Until you've lied to me and proven yourself like to be nefarious. To be a liar. To be a liar. I will believe what you say. I think that's like a good general rule of thumb. I think so too. It's hard, like when it's applying it to people that I don't know. Right, right. It's so important to remember, like we actually don't know Rachel. But McGannis, like, I get a vibe. So. Even in this picture, she's so yeah. excited to be introducing Renee Rapp. That's not someone who's like bandwagoning on the Mean Girls fun. Agreed, and it's cute. Like it's the Tina Fey
0: of it all, bringing you know SNL True. together. Renee Rapp was great. She brought out Megan the Stallion. Um, it was it was jolly good fun. I am like I'm just a little angry
1: at Renee Rapp for leaving that show. Like I know it's so dumb. Like, I'm angry. I know. And I do think it's a mistake and will turn out to be a mistake. But right now, it's not looking that way. No, of course not. Because she's on SNL and she's in, like, this big movie, yada, yada. But
0: she left Sex Lives of College Girls to, like, focus on music and because she had a lot going on. But, like, I don't know. You don't just walk away. That show is huge. Like, I think and it's a lot good. of people don't realize... It's good and like it really shot her to mainstream success because she was like a Broadway queen who a lot of people knew but not, you know, in a mainstream kind of way. And I just think the show will continue to be
1: huge. Um, And I think it was a mistake. Yeah, but we'll see because we didn't even get a season without her yet. So these things have to play out. Yeah, that's
0: true. And maybe I'm just saying that because I'm like angry because I loved her character and I just love, like the show was perfect and I don't want it to change. But as as, as long as Kimberly Chalamet oh no what's her name Kimber. paulina her name is kimberly on the show paulina chalamet remains on the
1: show playing the role of dana holsberg i think we're okay i think so too and that feels good are you ready for our next story the big drama from the weekend you keep saying that about every no, show. no i, I mean, said every story. first was like the big news the, the shows this was the drama what was it kite baby Oh, I didn't know if you like knew about the name that. on everybody's lips is Kite Baby. <clears throat> the CEO is yep. forced to post two groveling apologies after she fired an employee named Marissa Hughes who asked to work, work remotely while her adopted premature newborn was hospitalized. So yep. this has been playing out on the internet. It's really gotten like reached a level. It, it, it exceeded the mama community, well, Everyone's and it, about or it even like the TikTok community. Like every. Everyone is talking about this story. So, there was an employee that works for Kite Baby. Kite Baby, if you don't know, is like one of the leading digital brands for kids. I literally, as I'm like reading this drama, I'm unpackaging, unboxing a Kite Baby order. What, I just yeah, got. What do you use from them? Oh, um, everything. Their clothes are so soft. So, I love their pajamas. I just got some like outfits that are onesies and pants for Charlie. Because So, it's a clothing, clothing company. Clothing company. Really soft. And oh, there's. You said digital. Because they don't have stores, they're online. Oh,
0: so you mean like e-commerce consumer? Yeah, but yeah, they're okay. like
1: one of the newer baby brands that's like everybody love like that Got are it. really getting really big. Um, okay. In a DTC, DTC. That's it. That's what I just said: direct to consumer. But I'm right, right, go right. Off. But I just need to arrive there on my own. You know what I mean? I needed yeah, to course. find the digital. word. the digital. word I was looking
0: for? <laughs> digital. So it's not
1: not digital. Well, they, you can shop online. Yeah. Anyways, I had just placed a Kite Baby order before this drama. It didn't come until after the drama. And so yesterday I got home and I was opening everything while, like, reading these headlines. I'm like, oops. Okay. But it's so, it's too soft to return. Yeah. Sorry. No, by the way, whatever's going on online, like, you still got to buy the best thing for your baby.
0: Like, sorry. But
1: I just want you. I probably wouldn't have placed an order in this moment. But while this was so happening So you stand you stand with the employee Of course Of course, I'll give everyone this employee. Okay, so give everyone top to bottom, like what the 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 job. Okay, so the employee, her name was Marissa. She had been fired after requesting to work from the neonatal intensive care unit at a Texas hospital, the NICU, because she had adopted a baby who was born prematurely. The baby was born at 24 weeks and was in the NICU, like weighing one pound. So of course, girly couldn't go into work. She asked to work remotely, and instead, she was fired. The baby was born at 22 weeks. I'm sorry. I mean, any sort of company, like
0: not being remotely flexible with their parental leave when someone's baby is 22 weeks old in a NICU, like that's when you go above and beyond for your employees. The fact that it's a company for babies, like is so fucked up. Like those are the types, and it's a successful one. Those are the types of companies that should be giving you like the crazy, I forget who I was just talking to about this. Like, new age at, like, benefits a, where it's like ex- maternity leave for life. <laughs> oh I was just talking to a girl who works at Amazon and I was like what is he? and she just had a baby I'm like what do you get three years off like that, those are the types of companies that should do and she was like yes those are the types of companies that should go above and beyond for uh, parental leave because they can yeah. and like Kite Baby is exactly because they like know. this new age they know what it yep. entails And she wasn't even asking for her
1: maternity leave. She was asking to work remotely. Right. And also she should get maternity leave. And I wonder what the maternity leave policy is for parents that adopt newborn babies. Because it's still you have a newborn at home. What is maternity leave? Of course. So she should. It's the same. She should should have been given maternity leave. Not even. I mean, first of all, her remote work request should have been granted. At Yeah. I mean. Yeah. But she also should have been given like. Time off at or maternity leave, and they should have just been like of course. been flexible in this situation. And also, this girl, like everything she's posting, she seems like the actual sweetest, nicest person on the planet. I mean, anyone, and she, by the way, she didn't like want this to like become national news. Yeah, no, but even she posted like she's not. They offered her her job back. She said, you know, and it would be weird to accept. Weird. But like her whole statement was like, I'm just praying for everyone, praying for the company, praying that changes are enacted. She's just praying.
0: She's praying. And of course, they started a GoFundMe for her, I believe, because obviously now she's, you know, a new mom without a job. Um, With incredible medical expenses <clears throat> for her new baby. Right. right. Um, so like, she'll be okay. And I'm sure this is an opportunity for like a Frida baby or, you know, some company to make, make her the CEO or something. Dreamland <laughs> like, baby. Give her a call. Yes.
1: Yeah, somebody needs to give this girl a job. Yeah. And, and they will. That starts in, in six years yeah right right so
0: um like I do think it'll work itself out but the story became even bigger because the CEO of Kite Baby when the story just like randomly people started like hearing about it it was very organic very you know grassroots movement around this started to get like a lot of you know comments on their social media and so she released a an apology where she was like reading off of a script and that like doesn't bother me so much I think you know with a lot of people watching you want to be careful of course um So she had to then release another apology after that because people were so angry that she didn't seem genuine, and I just think the whole story feels so backwards to so many people because it's literally a company for babies. Yeah, it's just like weird.
1: Yeah, I mean the last kite baby order that I now that we're just slamming kite baby. Yeah, go. um, I ordered kite baby stuff like maybe six months ago, and it like never shipped. Like it was like two weeks and it hadn't shipped, and they're like, "We're moving warehouses," so I. I was like, can I just, it was almost a month. I was like, can I cancel my order? So I never even got it. And then I decided to take a chance on them again this time because that's how good the stuff is. I was like, okay, I'll wait, whatever it is with your warehouse. And this happens. It's kind of like every time I- It kind of feels like you are the- Catalyst for drama at Kite Baby.
0: You are the common denominator here. They can't handle my orders. (laughs) They can't, handle your, they can't handle your kids. Like, no,
1: it's really crazy. So this was a shock to everyone. I think that they'll be okay.
0: Yeah, like, you know, this happens. The life cycle of brands. I mean, people are, are shopping at Balenciaga again. So, like, you know. Yeah. This is.
1: And I think things will know. hopefully be okay for Marissa, the employee. She has her GoFundMe. And she has so much support and love and prayers. And everyone's like, she's, you know, the name on she's everybody's She's going to become lips. an influencer. And... I hope that things work out for her, too. But I, she obviously has a lot on her plate right now. I don't think she cares yeah. about the...
0: The the internet. That. Like, she's in the NICU. Like, there are more important things in the world than, like, what's going on in your Instagram. Right. But it's just been a crazy saga. It has. And it's been crazy the amount of, like, reach the story has, how far yeah. it's gone.
1: Yeah. Surprising. Considering Kite yeah. Baby isn't the biggest name in ba- It's not like Johnson no. & Johnson. Right, right But it's kind of like the it's kind of like the johnson and johnson of the digital of DTC age. digital yeah for sure yeah for sure are you ready for our fourth story if it's the fourth story that's brought to you by thrive market tis Wow.
0: So Thrive Market is our go-to for all of our grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then sh- quick, quickly shipped to our doorstep is a huge time saver. We love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. So they restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories so we can use their on-site, fi- on-site filters to suit our lifestyle needs whether you're looking for sna- kids snacks that are organic low sugar alternatives gluten-free pantry essentials you can basically curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks and as a thrive market member you're going to save money on every single grocery order on average you save about 30 percent each time they even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands jackie i know with all the kids in your house you get like three thrive market deliveries a week. i do is i that, actually have one in
1: route. it should be here today i love it for healthy snacks for me for the kids like when we're going to disney i can just grab a bag of puffs that I got from Thrive Market I know that they're not going to like be filled with sugar and make the kids crazy but they will be like exciting treats for them like a, a nice Annie's cheddar smile from Thrive Market there's nothing better for mama and for baby
0: So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash the toast for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash the toast, thrivemarket.com slash the toast. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. Today's episode is also brought to you by AG1. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, but it should be simple and that's why drinking ag1 every day no exceptions is such a great no cap way. no cap but you put a cap you know on your ag1 no but i it's, it's not in this ad copy but ag1 is bussin Cuh. Cuh. so it's one scoop mixed in water once a day every day and it can make you feel energized focused nourished strong ready to take on the day people have had everybody uses AG1 for different things. A lot of people use it for digestion. A lot of people use it for energy, for focus. And it's really such a great thing to add to your routine. How you start off your day is like really setting the tone for how you're going to feel the rest of the day and having really good things in your morning routine like drinking AG1 will set you up for success. You're getting essential brain, gut, and immune health support with vitamins, probiotics, and nutrients from Whole Foods. We like to think of it as nutritional insurance, covering your nutritional basis right from the start of the day. If there's one product we have to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1, and that's why we've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and Five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com/toast. That's drinkag1.com/toast.
1: Check it out. Thank you. get well are you ready them. for our next story?
0: I am. Um... Southern
1: Charms Craig Conover and Austin kroll are set to open a new bar concept in Charleston. Of course, genius. The Southern Charm boys are bringing new business to town in the form of a neighborhood tavern fit for friends, fans, and tourists. Later this year, there will be more to "ba ba in Charleston, South Carolina. Da-da-de-da-da. Carolina, "ba Did Did you? Write no, that and I need, need to thank Entertainment Tonight online for putting that in. That's funny because that was really good. "ba ba da daddy, da It's easy. It's good as Like the birds and the bees and the one two threes. Hoo-hoo. So anyways, Entertainment Tonight can exclusively announce that Southern Charm stars Craig and Austin are bringing a new business to their adopted hometown, partnering with Uptown Hospitality Group on a fresh concept called By the Way. Wait, is Uptown Hospitality Group Leva? No, hers is like Republic. Yeah, I don't think she's right? Uptown because she's not named in this article. Oh, okay. The Neighborhood Tavern is set to open midsummer, just around the corner from the company's flagship location, Uptown Social, on the city's famous King Street. This move furthers Craig and Austin's business relationship. The two are already partners in a podcast called Pillows and Beer and investors in a New York City eatery called Carriage House. Craig said, Charleston has grown so much in the last few years and brought in a lot of travelers. So we wanted to create a space where locals and travelers could hang out together and enjoy the neighborhood. Travelers is an interesting word. Yes, I completely agree. I believe the word Craig was looking for was tourist. But I think it was a choice not to use it because I feel like (laughs) tourist is a little offensive. It's derogatory. Why? Because, like,
0: nobody wants to go to a place where the tourists it's are true. At. Like, you avoid I go where tourists. the travelers go. Right. I have to say, this is, like, pretty brilliant on behalf of um, Craig and Austin. The show is so big. It's so popular. I do feel like it's done a lot for Charleston. And when you think about, like, how the restaurants in west hollywood for vanderpump rules and real housewives of beverly hills what that did for like the lives of the reality stars and their businesses this is that i think on like a smaller scale but i think it's really smart um i do wonder like what chef makes of like all of like the dynamics within the, the the friendships of the men like changing so much and now austin and craig for like the last couple of years their podcast is really successful they went on
1: tour like what, what he makes well, of that. Well, there's a few things. One, I think at one point Shep is part owner in a bar or he has his own bar in Charleston. He doesn't like talk about it that much on the show, but he does something like this. I don't know what's going on with the bar, but I also think it's interesting that this bar isn't branded as like a Southern charm thing. It's, it could have been called Pillows and Beer and it's not. I was thinking uh, that. What's it By called? the way, BTW. So it has nothing okay. to do with the show. It could have been called Babadu.
0: Right, I guess Tom Tom has to do with the show... Pump has
1: to do they with the all show. Ha- like, they all do, typically. Yeah. So it's not... Ju- but I think it's also smart. That way, if Southern Charm goes away, it does- doesn't make the bar irrelevant. They can use Southern Charm to prop up the bar, but it's not, like, just a bar for Bravo fans. And people might not walk down the street. They might not want to go in. there like, oh, I don't watch that show. That's the bar from the show. But right. it-, it really can be more inclusive. And it's just an... Int- I'm sure they sat on it for a long time and thought about it and came to this decision as the best decision. So I, I do think it's interesting. But, yeah... Austin and Craig, it's also funny because on the show sometimes they fight like they don't like each other. Like brothers. No, but like they'll go through spells where it feels like they're not talking, but they are business partners. And I feel like they prioritize their business relationship. Like no matter what happens in the personal, like we will be business partners. And I feel like at this point in their lives, they're more business partners than they are of friends at certain points. Yes, but they're also like professional reality stars. And maybe they're able to like
0: really compartmentalize like what happens on the show as like. That's, part, that's work, you know?
1: And not being like actual personal I feel drama. like it's kind of the opposite where well, when they're not filming, they like... Really? Not that they're not friends, but like they're not each other's maybe best friends in this world. That's good And then though. when they're I filming, like they be. just get picked right back up when they do their podcast, they're touring. Like they're really, it feels like very good business partners and then maybe not all the time, like BFFL. BFF, living together.
0: I do like, I think one of my favorite sort of storybook ending, character arc, you know, journeys through all reality TV is like how Craig Conover really like ended up on top. Yeah, With, you know, Paige in his
1: relationship. Professionally, he did become a lawyer. Sewing Down South is huge. It's huge. No, the, the tone of the show has changed now that Craig isn't the punching bag. And the last season, so last season and this season, it's like everybody is like struggling with how to treat him. And they, and they like to be like, you've changed since your society. It's like, Oh, it's like you just have to have respect now. You can't get away with like, you have to have to take him seriously. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny watching everyone try and like have to like struggle with like, Craig isn't the butt of the joke anymore. Like jokes on them. I love No, that. I love it. As someone who has always loved Craig and, like, thought that he's been right and mistreated, it's so vindicating. I imagine how Craig feels. <laughs> no, totally. Yeah, no, but in, like, it's his fabulous. relationship, he's winning. Everyone else is, like, a mess. Austin's a mess. Yep. Shep is a mess. Whitney. Yeah, no. And you just... You just love to see yeah. it. Like, it's my favorite and thing. And this is just, like, one step further of, like, them becoming really businessmen of Charleston. I'm sure Shep will find a way to knock it. But it's impressive.
0: I agree. And no one's done it on that, this particular show yet. Like, you said he has a bar, but. I, like, oh, except for that. Leva. And but
1: Leva's kind of like the Lisa Vanderpump. She already but had, had it. Leva had it before. But now her bar has a show. Yes. What's it called? again? I don't. Southern Hospitality i i've not seen it but it looks good and it looks like a no and i've heard it I,
0: it was good it's, it was it good makes yeah
1: total sense yep 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 so so does this and i hope it does well me too and like maybe they'll get a show next you know like yeah it's giving tom tom yeah until it isn't hopefully it's well run yeah tom tom's well run also, it's smart that they're working with a hospitality group. They can lend their faces and stuff, but, like, maybe not have yep. all of the pressure. Not be, like, yep. Tom Schwartz San- and Sandys. put all their money into it and, like, refinance yep. their houses. Yep. So it looks like they're making shrewd business moves, and you love to see it.
0: You do. But what is
1: surprising that I was thinking about is the fact that Austin launched Trot Pop. Yeah, I think it's still around, but the fact that he found no way to use momentum from the show in order to, like... The business. It remains
0: like a local IPA only available in Charleston. Yeah.
1: yeah, at like two bars. Yeah, they could have named the bar Trap Hop.
0: Which is honestly, I think Trap Hop's is such a good name. And, like
1: that's what they could have named if they wanted it to be like the Southern Charm Bar, which they don't. Yes, 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 yes. Which I think is um, good positioning. I hope, it, I, hope I they agree. have success. Our fifth and final story is that Kim Kardashian attended a Bas Mitzvah this weekend.
0: I'm obsessed. I saw. So
1: Kim attended the bat mitzvah of her lifer friend's daughter. And she was posting from the bat mitzvah, which looked. Do we know which lifer friend it was? I couldn't figure it out, but I'm sure others could.
0: Me neither. So Kim has this group of friends. They call themselves the lifers. They're like OG friends from middle school. Obviously, everybody knows Allison, the blonde girl who's like always around. She's a lifer. Zoe Wrinkler, Henry Winkler, Henry Winkler. Winkler's daughter. Henry Winkler's daughter is a lifer. It's like this group of like seven or eight girls, and one of their daughters had a bat
1: mitzvah, and like, I'm obsessed. Yeah, Kim was posting um, some of the activations. What was the girl's name? Um, Violet. Violet. She had like a little Starbucks, Violet Starbies. Then she had a little. Violet Skims. Skims. It was like a little mall. Pop up. It was really cute. She also posted a video of Violet doing the Hora. Kim said, I love the Hora.
0: Hashtag, I love the Hora. Hashtag,
1: um, Mother of the Bat Mitzvah. Yep. Also, I love the Hora. No, the Hora
0: is such a good, like, it's such a good energy,
1: like, vibe cultivator. Vibe cultivator. It makes me sad that people have, like, weddings that don't have Hora's because, to me, the Hora is my favorite part. And it's so rooted in tradition, you know? Like, yeah. we've been, ho- been Hora-ing for thousands of years in the land of Israel where uh, the Jews are the indigenous people agreed so i'm glad that kim got to experience a good horror also this bat mitzvah girl was like so elegant beautiful beautiful not awkward bat mitzvah energy well she's
0: from hidden hills and kim kardashian's at her bat mitzvah like she wasn't gonna be brace face like it wasn't about the the way she carried herself this bas mitzvah okay but also it's worth noting that like bas mitzvah aged girlies today are not what they were in the days of yore 30 13 is 13 no, no, it's not. You know this? No, don't I know that thirteen are is doing not thirteen.
1: differently, but biologically, it's evolution. No, no, it's evolution. It's not. It's it's uh, social change. It's not biological change. Mentally, on the outside, today, they might look different, but on the inside, they're the same. I don't agree. Thirteen is thirteen. Awkward teens are awkward teens. I know they look different, but on the inside, they're going through all the same feelings that you were, La. They're not. What are they feeling? Well, today they're feeling depressed and suicidal. Oh, they really that's are. That's
0: true. Like, they're built different. They're, like, experiencing such different childhoods than we were. They're all depressed. It's so negative. Oh, like, I thought you were saying how, so like, that
1: 13-year-olds, like, look like, you know, 18-year-old Instagram supermodels. Well, that, too. Well, they do also look different because they have access to more information. And more, like, know. makeup That's tutorials, like, hair care. Like, yep. they know what they're doing. Maybe Invisalign.
0: Actually, Invisalign, too, yes. But this is a huge conversation happening on TikTok right now. It's, like, all about the 10-year-olds who go to Sephora. And, like, a lot of these Sephora employees are speaking out because they're the kids are so fucking rude. And, like, disgusting. They, like, play with the displays and, like, make it dirty. And they really all go over to the drunk elephant. Um, section the kids today are obsessed with drunk elephant moisturizer bronzing drops etc and then people started to realize if you look at the ingredients in drunk elephant drunk elephant is not made for kids it's just a brand that's weirdly like kids have become obsessed with and it's kind of like a live strong bracelet like if you don't have it you're not cool so these kids like force their parents to take them to sephora and force them to go get drunk elephant but if you look at the ingredients it has like retin-a in it it's really for mature skin it's not for kids and this conversation of like does you know drunk elephant is there a responsibility on the brand? Because if you look at it, it really kind of looks like a brand for kids. It's like bright colors. It's like, looks like a toy almost. It's like pump screw. it's also called drunk. That's not for kids. So then the other side of the conversation is like, well, one, it's called drunk. This is obviously not a brand that's ever marketed towards kids. Two, like the child, the kids industry like doesn't have a, monopoly on bright colors like just because something's colorful right. doesn't make it for kids so there is this big conversation about like is drunk elephant guilty but you're right like
1: drunk being in the name like it's obviously not for you know kids. what that reminds me of jewel like the kids industry doesn't have a monopoly on fruit Woo, so true yeah, jewel literally gone but not forgotten but the thing is there was there
0: was evidence marketing of to marketing kids. towards teens I don't think there really is evidence of drunk elephant no. marketing. No, no, I'm kids. sure they're like, how
1: did we end up in this situation? Like, we're just a makeup. Where it's company. like every
0: thirteen-year-old. Yeah, but a lot
1: of the jewel, I'm sure, like, there might be evidence of like jewel marketing campaign, like targeting kids. But like a lot of the citations were like, it's fruity. Yes, right. Which really isn't an argument.
0: Fruit isn't inherently childish. No, everybody. Like, everybody everybody wants
1: a fruity pebble, something <laughs> right.
0: No, it's true. But that's what people are talking about on TikTok. That and Kite Baby. <sighs> okay. So now you're in the know. And I just loved this episode. And I want to end it so we can get it out. Because people deserve to hear I agree. this. And it's been a long one, right? Yeah, we're at like an okay, hour. Okay, let them go, turtle So. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give us video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast. And our podcast can be found so it's Spotify, Twitter, and Central Public Radio. I already can spot all the places about this podcast. Find us a Toast of the Five Story. We have just a weekly town where we are. Have an amazing Monday. We'll see you tomorrow for Tuesday
1: because that's how it works. That's how it works. Love ya. Bye.